thunder in my Ladies and gentlemen, the gospel is on your radio. This is K-A-Y-T, Gina Alexandria, 88.1, K-255-B-T, Monroe, West Monroe, 98.9, K-223-B-I, Greenwood, Shreveport, 92.5, K-Q-J-O, St. Joseph, Natchez, 99.3. 99.3. Ooh, ooh, he's a wonder. And the gospel continues to grow. Praising the Lord. In Senla. And in Miss Lou. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is the Restoring Faith Broadcast, and I am Dr. Christopher Manuel, pastor of the Smyrna and Maranatha Seventh-day Adventist Churches in Alexandria. We desire to present the gospel message of Jesus Christ to a dying world in these final moments of Earth's history. And now, today's broadcast. Says this, but we what, everybody? But we have this treasure, where at? In earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. You see, the believer needs a strong spirit of endurance. You need what, everybody? Strong. strong spirit of endurance. You need to, you need that to go on to the next place where you're going. He or she needs a very special power to sustain them. And this passage right here deals with an enduring spirit, with the things that do sustain the believer. The phrase, look there in verse 4. The phrase, this treasure, refers back to the former verse. It is the presence of God himself shining in the believer's earthly vessel in his heart, in his earthly body. God is trying to get recognition inside of your body. So when he can stand up while you come before kings and when you come before princes and when you come before supervisors and when people have denied your resume, when people say that, no, 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 you don't have enough credits, you know what God can say? Tell them that you're going to stay here until y'all get it right. Yes, indeed. Are you listening to me? See, a lot of times we need, we need to let them see far enough until they get it right because God had already sent you to the place where you need to be. They just need to get their stuff right. You remember the situation when Samuel went to David's house and he asked, are these all your sons? Well, yeah, this is everybody. Well, you know, David is outside. He said, we're going to wait till till you get him in here. And it was only Samuel who showed up, remember? He says, we're going to wait. You and God, beloved, are a majority. So you got to let the supervisor and, yeah, the person who's interviewing you, let them know we're going to wait until you get back. Because we know that the position is still available. You just haven't looked long enough to see. Y'all are not going to talk to me today. See, a lot of folk get a lot of head knowledge in church, and we think we out know God. And we forget we wasn't there when he laid the beams of the chambers in the water. We wasn't there when he told that there be fish and, and octopus and whales. And we weren't there. Huh? We, we forget that he that's his responsibility. Brothers and sisters, when we look here, God's presence is placed in earthen vessels. That's what the text says, isn't it right? God enters our bodies and that our bodies are like earthen vessels made of pottery 
and glass because some of us look like some of the best pottery put together. Yeah, amen. Some of us look like some of the best glass figures put together. But we are frail. Are you listening to me? They are ever so weak, corruptible, and perishable. Yet imagine God says his presence is placed in such earthly bodies. Some of you walk around here now, I don't think God going to do this. Yes, he is, because he said he's going to do it through you. Oh, y'all, y'all didn't say nothing to me. Y'all, you see, you may be wondering, what was Paul referring to in verse 7 of our text when he said uh, about the believers as earthen vessels? And, and the explanation of earthen vessels is like this. They are hollow receptacles made of shell or either baked clay. Such utensils were frail and fragile, unimposing, of brief usefulness, and of little value. That's why when he said they're earthen vessels, you got to be careful with earthen vessels. You got to be careful how you handle them. You got to be careful where you place them. Because when it gets time, when it's down where the rubber really meets the road, they, they, can't, they can't deal with shaky situations. You got to put them in certain places where you know that God has led you to put them. That's why when officers are chosen for church, you have to be careful. It has to be a prayed up situation. You just can't be placed in, yeah, you can't be placed in position and you're not ready. Let me give you another illustration that Paul didn't give you. It's like trying to put somebody to run a marathon and they ain't stretched. They haven't ran any sprints. (laughs) Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Huh? It's like, let me give you another one. It's like trying to put somebody in the kitchen and they don't even know how to hold a fork <laughs> to cook for you. All right, all right. Amen. All right. It's like trying to take somebody that, that you have problems with your vehicle. It's like trying to take that person and give them, you know, the mechanic belt, but they can't even find the switch to turn on the air conditioner in the car. Yeah. You got to know who you put in there and you yourself being the earthen vessel ought to know your limitations. Such is the human vessel in contrast with the eternal treasure of God. Yet it is God's plan to make this weak earthen flawed vessel the recipient and the retainer of the greatest treasure that God desires to place in us. The believer is declared to be but earthen jars for the supreme purpose of containing God's great treasure. In other words, our conduct acts as a direct result of our walk with Christ. Watch this. On any given day. Our conduct, therefore, it would behoove us on how we act in our conduct when we go to Walmart. Yeah, Yeah, amen. Amen. When you go to Super One. (laughs) When you go to the mall and they don't have your size sevens, uh, size 11s, and you know, they had it a day ago, and you you know, you get into your feelings because they don't have your size. Amen, somebody. Or the size that you used to wear when you put it on, it's, it's a bit too 
tight for you, and you you thought you 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 had some extra pounds that just so happened to travel along with you. Where did these pounds come from? Well, it come from that exercise that you weren't doing. You need to push away. <laughs> I'm gonna stop meddling with y'all before you think I'm talking about you anyway. Amen. Brothers and sisters, and up there, I told you about that conduct. That's why Paul said to us, verse seven, verse seven. Go back there. He says, "This is why I said this: that the excellency of the power may be of God." and not of us. You see, it is the power to put his divine nature into us. It is the power to give us life, both abundant and eternal. Well, how do we know that? The Bible tells us in John 10, 10, and in John 3, 16 and 17. Well, how do we know it? The Bible says, listen to Jesus, it ought to be red letter edition in your Bible. Jesus says, I am come, watch this, that they might. He didn't say that he might. He says, I am come that they might have life and have what about it? More abundantly. He has come that we might. That's why light begets light. That's why when he comes in here, it ought to be so bright that the enemy can't come in here. You know why? He's going to have to wear some powerful shades. Because the light of God's glory is sitting amongst us today. Did you not know that? What else he says in John 3, 16? He says, for God so loved the world, you know it by heart, that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have what, everybody? Verse 17 says, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. I know I got some believers in here. So, but we have this treasure (laughs) in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. The glorious treasure of God's treasure is in us. It is called the Holy Spirit. That's what our Sabbath school lesson is on this this whole quarter. It's talking about the Holy Spirit. And we have to make provision in ways and say, God, we need you to come in. You don't have to invoke. This is one thing that I learned when talking about church liturgy and everything. They taught us this is is something that you can't be taught in school. You don't have to ask God, watch this, you know how we have church and you probably heard it somewhere else, not here, I have never heard it here, I'm, I'm praying, I'm glad I don't. God, we ask that your presence come in here. He already lived. You didn't hear what I said, you missed it, you missed it. Why would you ask somebody to come to a place where they already are? It lets us know that we don't practice the presence of God like we say we do. Because he's already here. We just have to find out what he's doing with those who are here. Because we operate sometimes as if we don't know. Because in our conduct, he comes out a different way. Oh, Lord. The Bible tells us. The Bible tells us. 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 14. 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 14 and 1 John 2, 27. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 14 says this, brothers and sisters, talking about the Holy Ghost being us. He says, that good thing which was committed unto thee, keep by the Holy Ghost which dwells in us. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, you probably hadn't seen that text. That's probably, probably that part of the Bible stuck right there. Because we forget he go with us. He dwells in us. Because you know why? He wants to do things through us. Jesus declared and says, he said, greater works than these shall you do. Because he's going where? He's going to the Father. So he's left it up to us. 1 John 2, 27. Look what he says. He says, but the anointing which you have received of him abides in you. 
And ye need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you of all things, and is truth, and is no lie, and even as it has taught you, you shall abide in him. The Holy Spirit dwells in you. That's why you got to be careful where you go. Because you draw a crowd. Not just of people. Do you not know, listen to this, do you not know that there's a fight over your life? Every time you go to sleep, there's a battle. Every time you get get ready to wake up because you're in a state of deadness. Before you wake up, there's a fight. There are angels contending over your own soul. Did you know that? There is a fight every time you get in a car because there are angels from glory hedging up the way that's moving things out of your way so you can get from where you are to where God wants you to be. Did you know that? God is trying to help you to make it where you need to be. We just got to act right with him so he can dwell in us. And as long as we are able and abide in him, he is in us and the power of God will manifest itself. Well, let me share this last point with you so I can let you go. The last detail of this flawed vessel, we talked about our conduct. Because our conduct needs to be right with God. We talked about our characters and we need to have full, we need to be fully converted on how we operate in this thing called church and life. But the latter part of this thing that Paul had to deal with in dealing with these Corinthians that thought he was puffed up, that thought he was unapproachable, that thought he couldn't talk, the last thing that Paul had to deal with was his calling. His what, everybody? His calling. Verse 8 and 9. Look what he says about it. Look what he says about it. Verse 8 and 9 of 2 Corinthians 4. Look what he says. He says, we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed. But we're not in what, everybody? Not in despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. He said we're cast down, (laughs) but we're not destroyed. Let me me just encourage you like he did the Corinthian church. The power of God sustains you as a believer. Did you know that? The believer in Christ faces all kinds of trouble and difficult situations in life. Did you know that? As long as stuff keep happening to you, it's a reminder whose 